Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on, guys? (laughs) Gotcha. You did get me. No, continue. I don't know how to do the intro. Well, you just did it. This is Pilot Error, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Yep, and? What? Is there something else? Well, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a topsy-turvy intro today. How are you? Yeah, I'm going pretty good. How are you doing? I'm okay. A little bit seeds. A little bit seeds? Yeah. Had a pretty big weekend, I guess. Huge. Huge. We had Friday off, which was quite nice. So we've had a three-day weekend. It was quite nice. We did basically none of the things we planned to do then. No. We got the car serviced. We were supposed to go to the bank, um, but we didn't. Nope. (laughs) And then we went to the movies. Sure did. Which we barely ever do. Went to the actual movies. We went to the actual movies. The details of that coming up later on this episode of Pilot Error. Later being right now. $19 each. Yep. I can't believe it. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. And That's that was, not expensive. That was just normal screen. That wasn't even extreme screen or anything. What did you think of the movie? What oh, we was didn't the even movie? Say what we... Do you want me to take over again? <laughs> Are yeah. you struggling? Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling to carry this right now. That's all right. So, guys, this weekend we went and saw Deadpool 2 at the movies. What did you think? It was great, wasn't it? I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Everyone says it's not as good as the first one, but to be fair, I can't really remember what happened in the first one. Yeah, that's fair. I think it was on par. Oh, yeah, definitely. It felt like they tried to shove more jokes into it than the last one because they thought they could get away with it. It wasn't annoying. It was just more noticeable. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it, some of it was a bit rehashy of old jokes. Yeah. But it was all right. Ryan Reynolds, always a good time. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite part, do you reckon? Oh, I couldn't pick one. I like it when he has to regrow his legs back. That was terrible, man. <laughs> it was funny, though. Yeah, it was funny. I'm trying to think what else I enjoyed about it. But that's just a rehash of the first one, anyway, when he has to grow his hand back. Oh, yeah, that's right. But this was a bit more extreme because it was both of his legs. Yeah. So he's walking around on little toddler legs. I think the best part was when he referenced that they didn't have enough money to get any of the real actors in it. And then they were all just standing in a room. Yeah. And they just like closed the door. What's that guy's name? The blue guy? Well, Beast. Yeah. And it's played by um the guy from Skins, Tony from Skins. Oh, is that him? Yeah. I thought he was a different X-Man. I wonder if Jennifer Lawrence was in that room. Was she in that room? I didn't see her. Because she's Mystique, right? Yeah, but they were all sort of blurry, so... Yeah, they could have just had anyone in there just dressed as X-Men with the makeup and stuff. Exactly. I quite liked it when he was just, like, yeah, going around the X-Men house, like, on the electric wheelchair. Yeah. That was pretty good. Professor X's wheelchair, and they just wreck it. (laughs) Also liked how they had uh, one superhero who was invisible. Mm-hmm. Until he hit the power lines, and it turned out it was Brad Pitt the whole oh time. Oh my god! No, no, not Brad Pitt. Tom Cruise, wasn't it? Tom Cruise? No, it was Brad Pitt. But the, there was a guy in our cinema who was like yelling the whole time, oh, he and was. he yelled that it was Tom Cruise, and I was like, "That is Brad Pitt." <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to yell things in the cinema, like 
make them slightly accurate. Yeah, he was that really annoying person who just laughs really loud. Yeah. And makes comments constantly. Yeah. Because they were his girlfriend and he felt the need to explain everything to her. Yeah. When it happened. A bit weird. Like, she's watching the movie. Yeah. She knows what's going on. Anyway, mansplaining. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Getting into the real issues today. Apparently so. But I do really like it. And, like, Cable's in it. They don't even try to explain Cable's backstory, which I think is pretty smart. Yeah, well, He's you tried to explain it to me afterwards, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's really weird, though, because they picked... And they made fun of this in the film, that they picked quite a short actor to play him. Oh, yeah. Whereas in the real thing, he's... So, Juggernaut's in this one, and he's all animated, because he's, like, fucking ginormous. Yeah. And Cable's, like, that big. Oh, okay. Cable's huge. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't want to have too many CGI characters. Yeah. Because they already have Juggernaut and the other... The steel guy. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I almost forget his name. Yeah, something. <laughs> but then they have, like, a fight, and they make fun of that as well. They're like, yeah. big CGI fight coming up, and you're just <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, so they probably didn't want to have three main characters being CGI. Yeah, exactly. I like that actor, though. I thought he was pretty good. He played Cable. He played Cable, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what he's like. That's, like, accurate. Yeah, he's just some army-looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also like the, you know, how all Marvel movies have those ending bits after the credits. Yeah. And it was just like Ryan Reynolds murdering his, like, other characters. Yeah, the other, the shitty characters. The shitty Deadpool and Green Lantern. Like, yeah. Well, he murdered himself <laughs> when he read the Green Lantern script and was like, yes. This, that was he my just, favorite like, bit. Himself. <laughs> Kills Ryan Reynolds reading the Green Lantern script and he's yeah. just like, made into the big leads, bro. <laughs> and it's like, pew. <laughs> No, um, Ryan Reynolds is lucky that he got a second go. We got a third go, mate. At a superhero. Oh, that's right. I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah, probably. What was the third thing he was again? Well, he was the first Deadpool. Yeah. That they had in the X-Men, like, Origins one. I think it was Origins. Yeah, he was shit. Yeah, he couldn't talk, right? So he started off as just, like, a smartass, and he's like, yeah, this is Deadpool, and he doesn't wear a mask, he's just a guy. And then he gets, like, genetically altered, and they, like, close his mouth and shit. Make him like a clone with like laser eyes or something. Weird. Yeah, it was a fucking bad idea. <laughs> Everyone was very mad about it. Yeah. Well, I've got a third shot. Deadpool is obviously very popular. It's quality. Movie franchise. Yeah, it's a quality character because you can make meta jokes about it the whole time. Because everybody doesn't know they're in a movie except for Deadpool. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. No, but at one point he like signs something as Ryan Reynolds. Do you remember that bit? Yeah, he signs a pizza box or something. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's just weird. You're watching it the whole time, you just kind of forget that it's a movie. Yeah, it's just, just a joke. Yeah, it just looks like Ryan Reynolds just fucking around for yep. two hours. It's good. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, go see it. Good movie. Another classic we watched. We did watch a classic this week, didn't we? We watched Memento again. What a great movie. How many times do you reckon you've seen it? Probably six, I reckon now. Never gets old, though. I really enjoy that movie. Good old Guy Pierce. Yeah. When, I was like, what is he doing these days? No idea. He must be pretty old now, though. Is he like 70 or something? Oh, no. 70? <laughs> <laughs> well, when was Memento made? In the 90s, right? Yeah, I think so. Early 90s. It has aged a bit, Memento. You can really tell that it's an old film now. Because he's wearing, like, 90s suits. You know, those, like, oversized. Yeah, when he was, like, super cool when it came out. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's still a great film, and I don't think anyone's done a movie like that well since then. Well, no, it's not really reproducible, is it? 
No, there's a lot of movies that try and do things like that, but Memento was the original, the OG. The OG? <coughs> I'm a bit sick. I've been sick for like the whole week, basically. Yeah, it hasn't been fun for you, has it? No. I've had like a cold every month for the last three months. So I had one in March when we were in Japan. Yep. And I had one last month in April. And then I've just finished my May cold now. Finished? Well, I'm just at the tail end of it. In the cough part? Yeah. I've got a pretty bad cough now. So that's one. Yeah. At least I only had to work four days, and well, I took a sick day as well. So I only worked three days this week. <laughs> it's actually more like two, two and a half days because I left early one day as well because I felt like crap. Yeah. Oh. Now it's a weekend. Not for long. It's the end of the weekend. I think that's the end of our movie. Did you want to say anything else about Deadpool or about Memento? Watch them. Always. Memento is pretty great. It's a very weird situation to see two characters from The Matrix in the same movie and essentially the same thing again. Two? Yeah. So Teddy the Cop is Cypher. Cypher. Oh, yeah. And the woman's Trinity. There you go. If you haven't seen Memento yet, then, like, must have been living under a rock. (laughs) If you haven't seen Memento yet, just go and see it. Who hasn't watched Memento? I don't know, but... We got it for $1 off a friend. At their garage sale. Mm. It's like, yoink. Bit of a win. It's a good one to have in your collection. The collection. Let's move on to some TV. Why not? What have we been watching? We started watching this Japanese show. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Called Re-Mind. Yep. But it's like Re-Colon-Mind. Yep. I don't know why it's like that. Who knows? It's about these girls, these schoolgirls. There's like 12 of them or something. And they wake up in a room with a big table and all their feet are like chained to the floor. Well, they're in these like boxes on yeah. the floor, locked boxes. And they don't know why they're there. And then all just this weird stuff starts happening in this room. And it turns out that they're kind of this vigilante crew who go around and have revenge on people who do bad things. Yeah, I guess so. I don't really know how else to describe it other than that. Yeah. And so they think that the reason that they've been kidnapped is because they've pissed someone off. Yeah. But they don't know who because they piss off everybody. Yeah. So they're trying to remember what they've done and the person who's keeping them there is reminding them about all these different things that they've done and they've got to try and, yeah, work out why it's happening to them. And Oh, man, when did you put that two and two together? Just then. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% on it. We've watched a lot of it for you not to be 100% on it. Well, I just kind of want to know what's going to happen at the end. I feel like it's going to be disappointing. I want there to be a twist, but I feel like there won't be a twist. What kind of twist? There's not enough story for there to be a twist. I wanted it to be one of them in the room that's done it. Well, we got like, what, two episodes in and we were like, oh, they're all doing it to one of them. All of them together are fucking with one of them. Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, it's still definitely a possibility. Yeah. At this point, like, I just kind of want to keep watching it so I know. Yeah, but you've got to be, like, in the mood for it. And it's all subbed, so you can't be, like, tired. You've got to be, yeah. like, watching it. You've got to pay attention. And there's also quite a lot of things where there's, like, clues and stuff that are visual. 
Yeah. But then you've got to be reading the subtitles. Or you're trying to look at the visual clues yeah, as Yeah, well. so it's like, oh, it's kind of annoying. A lot of it's them looking at tweets of stuff that they've done. Yeah. And then sometimes it'll have the subs for the tweets, but if somebody's talking, it doesn't tell you what's written in the tweets, so you can't actually tell. Yeah, So you have to get it all right. from, like, context. So it can be a little bit difficult to watch. But it's interesting. Yeah, hopefully it's not anticlimactic. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of something like Saw or something like that. Yeah, like an M-rated Saw. Yeah, M-rated Saw. And people just disappear when shit goes down. Yeah. No, well, we'll let you know who did it. <laughs> Why not? I don't think we've got that much more to go. We're over halfway, I think. Oh, yeah, easy. There's only like 12 episodes. We might have watched about eight or something. Yeah, well, the girls stopped disappearing. Yeah. Now just random shit happens. They're so afraid of rats and frogs. Yeah, they're just afraid of everything. Yeah. I love how there's the one, like the goth one. (laughs) Yeah. And she's just like, fuck this. Fuck that. And she just like yells at people. She tries to stab one of the guys. Yeah, there's this weird guy who's like there, who's their teacher, right? Turns out to be their teacher, yes. Spoilers. So like I don't know. That if, now. I don't know if he's like. I don't think he's the one. He's not the one doing it, is it? Is he? No, he looks. He's just there. It, well, we've just seen when they reveal that it's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he looks pretty like brain damaged or something. Yeah, he looks like he's there under duress, kind of thing. Yeah. We shall see. We shall. We also watched the pilot of an Australian show called mm-hmm. Rosted On. Yep. Do you want to have a little talk about it what that is? It made me so fucking angry. It's about this guy who works in an electronics store in retail and just like him dealing with the customers and people that he works with. And it just hit home so hard for me <laughs> that it just made me so angry. Is that All on Stan or Netflix? Uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, the poor guy. Like, that's... All that shit is so real. It's obviously written by somebody who just worked in retail for their... Like, in one of those stores for their entire life. <laughs> Yeah, well, you worked at for, what, like five years or something? Yeah, name dropping all over the place. For six years I worked there. Six years. But I worked in the warehouse. But all of these things I've seen or dealt with or know of or have heard people complain about. Yeah. So. Definitely. Killed me all of it. I'm kind of interested to watch a bit more of it. I think that it's funny and entertaining, but it hits too hard for me. I've been in this situation, this exact situation... I don't want to ever be in that situation again. So it's just bringing back... So it's just like reliving it. Bringing back repressed memories. You're not able to like... I'm not separated enough from it for it to be funny. Right. It just makes me annoyed. Oh dear. Yeah. I can sort of relate to some of it as well. I worked behind the deli for five years. So I know what it's like to deal with customers in retail exactly but you don't know what it's like to have these exact conversations that are in this no, show that's true whereas i do they're too accurate <laughs> and i quite liked it i found it quite entertaining it reminded me of that other show that we watched i don't think you watched it actually what that trolley yeah trolleyed that was actually about a supermarket yeah english supermarket yeah but that was kind of less relatable it was more just over the top yeah it seemed that way Whereas this was, like, very accurate. Yeah. And it's Australian as well, so I guess we'd relate to it more. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's not often you stumble across good Australian TV, so I reckon we should watch it. Well, I'll watch it. Maybe you, you can, don't want to. You can watch it. <laughs> I don't need to relive those six years of my life again. Oh, yeah. Not with that much clarity. <laughs> so we watched the pilot. Well, we watched what we thought was the pilot for another show that's been on Netflix for a while that we've been meaning to watch. Uh, so we watched... The Joel McHale Show. 
for the first time. Very weird. Thought it was very strange. And they had like, in the first episode, he was like retiring old characters and we haven't even watched it yet. And the flow of it seemed very weird. And we were like, I don't know what's happening. Have we missed something? Maybe it was like a YouTube thing before this and they yeah. just let on. And then we realized that Netflix put them on week to week in reverse. <laughs> so if you go in there and you play the first and you just play it, it plays the last episode of the whole season. So weird. So confusing. <laughs> Didn't know what was happening. I, I don't know if, if we knew what was happening. It would be necessarily funny, though. <laughs> what did you think of it? I like the bit with Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And that seems like that's a reoccurring joke, so I think I would enjoy that. He's got this character who's just called Guy Who Thinks He's Seth Rogen. Yeah, the guy who pretends to be Seth Rogen. Yeah, but it's actually Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But yeah, it's just kind of like one of those news talk show things where he just makes fun of the news. Yeah, like a clip show. And he plays like video clips from TV and on the news and shit and just makes comments on them. And then just has weird characters pop in and talk shit. Super weird characters. It was like Ghost Pizza Man or something and A lamp. It was very it was very weird. I don't know. I remember the YouTube videos of like Joel McHale on a award show for video games. And he was just really, really hungover. <laughs> and it was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I think they were like, we could make a show out of this. But they tried to write those bits in of him just being a sarcastic asshole. Right. <laughs> because he was, but he was just fucked up at this award show. And it was so funny because he just did not give a shit. And now it's like, this is your show and you've got to make it for Netflix. And you've got to sort of portray that same character in a way that we can sell. Yeah. That it got renewed, apparently. Well, I think we should at least go back and watch the actual pilot for it. I think we should, yeah. But, I don't know, I'm never really a huge fan of those kind of shows. Well, what is it like? Tosh.0 was, like, one of the big ones. And that's, like, the really vulgar, like, crazy one. It's usually quite funny. But it's very hard-hitting and in-your-face. And then what else is there? There's like Samantha B, which is sort of like a newsy version. Uh, yeah, see, I don't like that. There's another one that's always on free-to-air TV here, and it's really bad. This one? I can't remember what the guy's name is, but we hate it. Do we? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to be able to remember his name. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm not really a fan of those shows, but I do usually like him. So I will give the pilot a go. All right. So that's what we've been watching. Apart from those, we've just been watching, like, gotten back into Yu-Gi-Oh. We sure have. We've been on hiatus from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. But we realised who we were as people. Yeah, we were just watching some of it before. It was, like, pretty ridiculous. It's the best, man. What are you talking about? What season? Are we watching five or something? Yeah, we're watching the last season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they just kind of lost the plot in season five. <laughs> they lost the plot in a lot of the seasons. Was it this Duel's Kingdom where there's no rules? And then there's, like, Kaiba's tournament, like, the Battle City tournament. Yeah. And that one has all the rules, and that's where, like, everything's good and makes sense. Until they get to, like, the end, and then it's... They get sucked into, like, this computer program of their, like, brother who's not real, because he's a computer program. And then, like, you have to become a monster, and depending on what monster you become is, like, an effect you get for no reason, so that just screwed it up. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing this. <laughs> Yeah, now it's Waking the Dragons. It's like these legendary yeah. dragon cards. And they just mash them together with other cards and always win. 
Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's no rules. <laughs> but it's still great. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about some TV news. There's been a fair bit of shit going down in that the has. world of TV lately. Should we have a TV news segment? Do you want to do like one of those theme songs? Yeah, I'll make some shit and stick it right here. What the hell is going on? Oh, you know what you should do? The hmm. the pendulum remix of the ABC News. Well, we'll it's play like, that. Put it in. Okay. So what's going on TV news? There's been a fair bit of controversy surrounding Roseanne. There has been some Roseanne controversy, hasn't there? She only just got her show back after whatever it was that she was doing for the last 10 to 15 years. And now they've given her a show back and then she sent out one tweet before the season was over and now the show is gone. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of tanked her career yep. with one tweet. Yep. <laughs> it was a very racist tweet. Do you want me to find it? I don't really want to repeat it. You can look, you can look it up yourself. Yeah. It's not great. It definitely should have tanked someone's career. And then she came out with like a million gajillion, gajillion, gajillion apology tweets and just kind of made herself look worse by trying to, you know, backpedal. And... Yeah, she had like 15 and then she's like, I'm leaving Twitter now. I just don't understand how you can do that. Oh, well, we didn't even need a new Roseanne anyway. Uh, no. Who, who was even going to watch that? I have no idea. Uh, Netflix sent out a pretty funny tweet about it, actually. Oh, did they? Yeah. After it happened, Netflix sent out a tweet that said, Reminder, One Day at a Time is a sitcom about a tightly knit working class family that tackles extremely topical social issues in a smart and innovative way. You know, if you're suddenly looking for a show like that, because that's what Roseanne was, and now it's got cancelled. Oh, wow, okay. So they're just like, we got one of them. Take that opportunity to plug one of their own shows. That's right. Fantastic. Another bit of controversial news. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine got cancelled. Yeah. Got axed. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Oh my god! Like the whole internet just went into meltdown. Yeah. And then Netflix was like, yoink, we'll pick that up. Was it? Ne- it wasn't Netflix, was it? Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? I don't think so. Oh, maybe it was just another TV station. <laughs> I can't remember who axed it and who picked it up, but the good news is we are getting more Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Who, right. Whoever thought it was a good idea to axe Brooklyn? They're a fucking idiot. See, I don't know if they are. Why? Because you got to think about it. Like, they've had, what, five seasons, and they've all been, like, awesome. And now we were getting to the point where it was like starting to trail off and maybe like Andy Samberg go do something else. But now it's been picked up again and it's like it could be the same or it could just be a place for it to just die off and become like nothing. You know what I mean? I think it was was with Fox and then it got canned by Fox and now it's with NBC. Oh, NBC. Yeah. So I think it could like, it could stay the same if they put the same effort into it or it could be the place that it goes to die. Yeah. I just don't know. I think it's still going to be good. It'll be good for like one more season, but I think it was it was slightly starting to trail off a bit. Mm. 
at the end. And, like, it was still great, but it was trailing. Mm. And, like, if you cut that trail, it'd always be a great show, or they could just trail it off until it actually is nothing. Well, we shall see. Yeah. We've got to think about it. How many... Everybody freaked out when it got canned. Everybody. Which is realistically what you want. So, if it plays on NBC for a while, and then it gets canned and nobody says anything... Yeah, orcs. Yeah, exactly. But, as we always say on this show, they're always acting stupid shit... But keeping bad shit going. Yep. And remaking everything. We already talked about Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. Five seconds ago. Yeah, like, why are they doing that? But anyway, they're actually doing a remake of Charmed. Charmed. You shut your mouth. How can you say? I about things the wrong way. Yeah. I was actually so surprised to hear this. But basically, they're rebooting it. I don't think it's going to be exactly the same. It's yeah, all, I hope not. Yeah, and it's not the same characters. Like, it's not the same actors or anything. They've cast, like, a bunch of, like, three young women yeah. to be in it. I think they're in high school or something, so it's going to be, like... Oh, weird. Yeah. But there's been a bit of controversy about this because um, Holly Marie Combs, who played Piper? Piper. Was it Piper? I don't know. Was it Phoebe Piper and Paige at the end, but someone else at the start? Yeah, but she is basically pissed off that they're remaking the show yeah, without with, her. with younger actors. Yeah. Why is she so pissed off? Was she like exe- an executive producer on the original or something? No, I don't think so, but she thinks that they're just kind of jumping on the whole reboot trend and basically riding the coattails of people that put in years and years of work and effort. Has she not turned on her TV? Everything is everything is doing that. Everyone. People are rebooting their own shit. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be like a bit of a feminist reboot, right? Okay. But she said, this is a quote from her. I will never understand what is fierce, funny or feminist in creating a show that basically says the original actresses are too old to do a job they did 12 years ago. Thank you. So she's annoyed about it. Also, it's Charmed, which is literally a show about strong female characters. <laughs> they weren't helpless or anything. They just did all their shit mm. and they worked it out. So it was feminist back then. You don't really make it a feminist reboot of a show that was originally feminist in the first place. Mm. Not incredibly feminist, but for the period it was made. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, It was very feminist. Because it's like three, you know, strong women who they can look after themselves because they're fucking witches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a bit, like, overly sexual and all that, but it was the fucking 90s. Like, Yeah, but that's it. How do you get people to watch it in the 90s? Yeah. Because that's the thing. I don't know how Charm's going to go again because it wasn't, like, it wasn't brilliant. Like, it was good. It was a good, like, show for that period or whatever, but it wasn't, like, amazing and it went for a very long time. Yeah. And it had a lot of, like, weird storylines. And it was like, oh, this episode, Phoebe is going to be a bit of a bitch. And that's like the whole episode. It's <laughs> like she had a potion that made her a bit like, no, nobody cares. It was because 13 to 17-year-old boys <laughs> watched three attractive women on a TV show because they weren't flooded with attractive women like on the internet. Yeah. All that stuff was hard to get at. But you're allowed to watch Charmed. <laughs> so It's just a magic sci-fi show. That's right. So, that was its main pull back yeah. in the day. So, now it doesn't have that. So, what's it going to be? Well, a trailer's come out for this show. I haven't watched the trailer, but 
Shit, we should have watched the trailer before this. I know. There's been comments that it looks like it's a spoof of the original show. Oh, that'll be all right. <laughs> well, I don't think it's supposed to be a spoof. Even better. Yeah. It's fun, though. I'll probably actually watch it. I can see myself probably getting into it, to be honest. Watch the first two or three episodes and just see how it goes. Who's putting it out? I don't know. Is it going to be on Netflix or Stan or something? Or I've got a feeling it might be on Netflix. I know it definitely is on Netflix. Um, Speaking of witches... Netflix are making a Sabrina show. Why? Well, originally, because I thought that Sabrina was going to be part of the Riverdale universe. That was what was going going around. What? Isn't Riverdale, like, realistic? Um, sort of? Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no fucking magic spells and no, shit there's in No, there's not really any supernatural stuff. But, you know, they did the same thing with, with PLL, where they brought in supernatural elements and did a spin-off. It was it was like a supernatural version of PLL. What? It didn't last very long. Well, yeah. It just basically stole one of the the guys from PLL and put him in another show, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" So they just called him the same name, but yeah, he was the same character, Caleb. He, oh yeah. He went off and did it's called Ravenswood. What the fuck? And it was like a supernatural <laughs> show that had ghosts and stuff. Why? I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. There's always like been a bit of conversation around whether they're gonna go down a supernatural route with Riverdale and it was rumored that Sabrina was going to be part of it but now it looks like she's just been given her own show is it Riverdale-ish booking is that why they might have got confused maybe it's the same people that are making it or maybe they just thought there was a lot of interest for it so they just gave her her own show instead of bringing her into pretty much like a flailing show anyway that would probably literally kill it because it's not doing very well at the moment. Mm. And then they introduce, like, sci-fi magic elements into it late, <laughs> late in the game. I <laughs> know. Oh, it would be fucking weird. That is a bad move. Yeah, they're probably trying to give Sabrina a chance. Is it Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Is that what's happening? Or is it, like, Sabrina the Grown-Up Bitch? Or what? <laughs> what's the go? I'm actually not sure, to be honest. They've been signed for two seasons of it already. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just having a little bit of a read. So it's not even titled. But it's got two seasons. Yeah. So it's, it's, for, it's for CW. So that's the same. I'm pretty sure Riverdale's on CW and like. Yeah. So it's the same style. It's one of those shows. Yeah. Sabrina is coming to Netflix and she might just outbrood Jughead. Don't at me about talking cats yet. That was Netflix. That is all I care about. If there's no Salem, there's no show. <laughs> okay, so the Riverdale showrunner is writing it. Okay. Oh, it's going to be called <laughs> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay. And that's the actor. So it's like going to be like a teen yeah, she's like a child version yeah. of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, she's a child. Wow. That is going to be not good. <laughs> I reckon it's just going to be like a mystery thing, because that's what that's what young people want. They just want fucking mystery things. How are you going to make a mystery? There's Salem, with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So they've got a real cat. So there is a Salem. Yeah. Salem was a real cat in about a third of it that he was in. I thought he was like a little robot. Yeah, it's a puppet. Yeah. But like, whenever he had to walk somewhere, it was a cat. <laughs> All right, so it's going to be a dark thriller show, oh like Riverdale, like Riverdale. No. So I think it's going to be like the same feel. No. no! And it says, don't get your hopes up for a Sabrina Riverdale crossover. They thought that it was going to be 
a backdoor pilot in Riverdale. Yeah. But it's just its own thing now. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Why? I know. I understand that this climate is not the place for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Teen dramas in, like, who's your, like, who's your boyfriend? Are you going to pass this class? But you're a witch. And, like, your family's like, you can't use your witchcraft to, like, learn things because that's fucked. But this is, like, the PLL version of that. Yeah. So it's that plus murders. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need that. I think she, I feel like she's going to be, like, a detective or something. Oh, what? She's a witch. Yeah. Wouldn't she just be like, oh, I've got a crystal ball or some shit? And you're just like, they did it. All right, done. There's, there should not be mystery in this. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch it. Well, of course you are. You're disgusting. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, you're, if you're adding supernatural elements to a mystery show, it doesn't make sense. It's going to be so many holes in it. Just, like, use a spell to find out who did it. Yeah, exactly. Can't you just do that? End, end of the series. <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. It's probably going to be like, <laughs> oh, he's using magic to block my magic. And you're just like, well, where's the magic block coming from? Oh, this building. You know, it's probably in that building. The end. Yeah. On the other side, you know, Holly Marie Combs is upset about the Charmed reboot. Yeah. Sabrina, the actress that used to play Sabrina. She's is, annoyed about she's, it as No, well. she's here for it. She's here for it, yeah. is she? She's looking forward to it. Well, yeah, because then it'll finally not be her anymore. Because mm. what else did she do other than that? I'm not sure. There you go. So she can finally get her fucking face off that. Be like, nobody's going to call me Sabrina when I walk down the street anymore. <laughs> it's about fucking time. Taru. In this sort of Riverdale situation, say it's like the same thing. Because you're... An expert on these things that I'm not. <laughs> Do you think they could make a Salem character right and make it work? I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to literally have like a CGI? They'll probably just have a black cat that sits there and then like she can just hear it talk but it won't move its mouth. But I mean like... I think that's the way you'd have to do it. Yeah. But like Salem is a sarcastic, useless dude. <laughs> I love Salem. Who was like the most powerful warlock like in his day for thousands of years he's been a gap. Yeah. And he can't do fucking anything. But he, like, he knows everything. He's, like, the smartest of all of them. He's just a bit shit. Would that character even play in a Riverdale-type universe? No. So, I don't know how they're going to do it. He's probably just going to be, like, her mentor who follows her around, tells her what to do. Sure. He'll just be, like, be like, a, like, a serious character. Like an it's Alice in Wonderland-type yeah. deal, but serious. Yeah. Like Alice from the evil version. Mm. No, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. I'm not here for it. <laughs> Not surprised. It's time for Kate's Corner. Kate's Corner. What is your sound? Beep, 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 beep. Okay, done deal. Sweet. I've already got that sound. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell from watching any other piece of pilot error. Oh yeah, that's right. I already do have that sound. Yeah, so put that in there. Okay. I don't know what we've got now. We've got a. Uh, can opening, we've got a bunch of game sounds. No, it's chimes and the Pokemon Center rehealing theme. Mm-hmm. And Mario gets a star, or you, as you call it, Toad gets a star, and then a beer. Yeah. And now... Sweet, can't wait to hear it. It's my okay. favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> the Kate's Corner noise. Um, just a quick little reminder for all you younger fans out there. <laughs> Season 5... Premieres on Stan June 6th, which is what? How many days? Three days. Oh, my God. I was so excited. Okay. I got confused then, and I was going to say, season five of what? 
Because I thought you were talking to our younger audience that we oh. don't have. <laughs> <laughs> our younger fans. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have fans, let alone younger fans. I don't know. I don't think we can start putting our fans into demographics when we only have like 20 fans. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the new season of Younger. It's actually my favorite, probably my favorite show at the moment. It's definitely your favorite show. Yeah, I'm like obsessed with it. I was talking to the girls last night about it because we were watching, um, (laughs) we weren't, we weren't actually really watching it. We were kind of just chatting, but Legally Blonde 2 was in the background. Right. And in the ad breaks, they kept advertising Younger because I guess that's the demographic, right? Well, it would be similar, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I was surprised that Larissa and Alice have both watched it. And they really like it as well. They haven't watched all of it. I think they've only watched like the first season or something. And you're just like, get your fucking act together. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, there's four seasons. Why haven't you watched it all? You can just binge it. And yeah, season five comes out in three days. Hey, go on. You going to make it? Yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm proud of you. I wish I had kind of eked out the last few episodes until it came out. So I didn't have to go like two weeks without watching it. But oh, Such is life. Uh, also, just a little update on where I'm up to with 13 Reasons Why. Okay. I've, I've watched about eight episodes now. How's it going? It's okay. It's very depressing, and I'm kind of just forcing myself to get through it and watch it. Like most people, I think. Yeah. You're finding out a lot of new stuff about Hannah, even though she's not alive anymore. All this new stuff's coming out about her during the court trial. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. I understand why people are upset by it. I haven't actually got to the school. I think there's actually like a shooting, a school shooting scene and also a rape, another rape scene. And I haven't got to either of those yet. So looking forward to that. Not. Yep. But yeah, you do kind of, you're following this guy who you can see going into darkness, basically, who's going to perform this school shooting. And it is a bit weird because it's kind of explaining like, well, this is why... He feels like this, being apologetic towards this guy. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's got problems, but... Like, making it... Trying to make it understandable. Yeah, and it's just a really weird feeling. Well, they're making... um, Well, they made that show or movie or whatever it is. My Friend Dharma. What's that? Which is about, like, Jeffrey Dharma when he was a kid and shit. I think it's is that another similar thing where it's, like, explaining why he's like that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I think so. Like, follows him around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Those things make for very uncomfortable viewing. So I will push through and I'll watch the rest of it. What else is going on in Kate's Corner? <laughs> I also watched the new Netflix Lucy Hale film called Dude. 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 Well, I guess you've got a point there. It just kind of follows these four young women in their last year of high school. And one of their brothers has just died. And Lucy Hale's character was in love with him as well. And so she copes with the grief by just basically throwing herself into life and everything and not actually grieving. And she's just a student body president or whatever. She's planning prom and she's just got this outward, like, over-the-top, happy, crazy thing going on to try and, like, hide her grief. Okay. It's just like kind of like a coming-of-age story and dealing with grief and friendship and... Boobs. Boobs. Yeah, you see Lucy Hale's boobs at one point. <laughs> they all smoke heaps of weed. So it's like kind of got lots of drug stuff in it as well. I quite liked it. Not much happens. Yeah. It's just like you just follow these four girls for an hour and a half. But I found it entertaining. I'd recommend it. 
Well, that's what matters. Yeah. Especially for, like, yeah, young women. It's interesting. It's quite relatable. Cool. Yeah. Out of five? Four. It's all right. Yeah. Maybe 3.8. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you would enjoy it. Well, no, I didn't watch it. No. Even though it had Lucy House boobs in it, apparently. Yeah, only for like a second, though. I also watched a couple of episodes of Safe. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a Stan... Was it Stan or Netflix? Anyway, it's got Michael C. Hall in it, who is Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. This is an English show, so he has an English accent in this. Is he... He's English, isn't he? I'm not he sure. Puts on an American accent for Dexter. I'm not sure. Or the other way around. It seemed like he was putting on an English accent, but that might just be because I'm used to seeing him have an American accent. Yeah. But it basically follows this dude who lives in a gated community, right? Yeah. So like really rich upper class England, and even though all these people are seemingly you know perfect and everything, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. So the usual gated community yeah. kind of show. Yeah. So it's kind of like a mystery show, like his daughter's gone missing and he's trying to work out what's happened to her, basically. And there's like murder and sex and lies and... Usual. Yeah. I thought Usual it was... stuff that happens in life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was okay. It was nice to see Dexter again. He's not quite such a psycho character. Don't you just imagine him as Dexter pretending to be that character though? Mm, not really. Because he was in that show for a very long time and you watched it. A few times through. And he's not in a lot of stuff. No. But I think it's come at a good time. It has been a fair while since Dexter. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I liked it. I think I'm going to keep watching it. Again, it's one of those things where I want to know what's happened to his daughter. Right. It's keeping me going. So is it just that? One of those things you just want to find out? I like him. I like Michael C. Hall. I think he's a good actor. I'm going to keep watching it. And it's a mystery show and that's... Yeah, I like mystery shows. Yeah. Sabrina. Sabrina. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Jesus Christ. Mystery Detective Witch. Now they're going to have one of those weird episodes where Pendulette comes into it again. That's what I remember from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Are you serious? Yeah. Because Pendulette goes out with her weirder aunt. Oh, yeah. And he like runs this test for them when they're like witches in training to become real witches. He's like the test master or some shit. That's what I remember from when I was a kid. (laughs) Was he really young in that? No. <laughs> what? No, How old is Pendulette? They're up there now. Well, they're old dudes. We're like sixty. So <laughs> is he like? Is he magical in that? Yeah, he's the he's the test supervisor. He's one of the most magical people in it. Oh. Mm. So is he in more than one episode? I think he's in like a few. Yeah. I don't remember what her boyfriend's name is the whole time. Born in nineteen fifty-five, so he's sixty-three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he does look pretty old. They're killing it, man. Still killing it. If you were ever in your career were so good to do something that you could make your career out of watching other people do it. Yeah. You are on top. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Teller. 1.75 metres tall. He was born in 1948. Holy shit. Teller is 70 years old. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's all well, experience, there you go. bro. He's like a warlock. Pretty Imagine much. if he lives forever. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, I'm actually magic, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of Kate's Corner. Bring! Bring! I can't keep putting the sounds on the end. They've got to, like, overlap so it gets bad. No, I know, I know. So it's going to be like. <laughs>
That's a good... Or maybe I'll just change the Kate's Corner theme to that. No, I like <laughs> the sounds. <laughs> maybe next week. Maybe next week's Kate Corner will have that sound over the top. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you just being like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you call that sound. Dying slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Dying slowly one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, quick little music update. Do it. Um. Oh, so yeah, I saw... <laughs> Already dragging it out. <laughs> I'm trying to be quick about it. I'm like, mm, yes, okay. All right, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I saw Naughty's Party House last night. Oh! I think it's like the fourth or fifth time I've seen them. That's yep. so much fun. I had the best time. That's good. Well, yeah. you did have prees with all your ladies and then go. Yeah, had a fair few prey drinks, which was nice while mm-hmm. we were watching Legally Blonde 2. Yep, well, I mean, how else are you supposed to get through Legally Blonde 2? That's true. That is very true. That's a terrible film, actually. Holy yes. shit. <laughs> the little bits that I watched last night, I was just like, this is trash. <laughs> oh, it's my got God. Bad, bad acting, bad messages. <laughs> it's very problematic. Yeah. All those movies. Yeah. And it's just the same jokes over and over again. Wherever she walks into, they're like, oh, miss, I think you have the wrong room. Then she goes into another room. I think you're in the wrong place. Are you sure you're meant to be here? Like, every time she walks into a room. Jesus. It's like, because me and my friend, like, I'm going to sound, like, conceited here, but we're all, like, intelligent young women, right? Yeah. We've all been to uni. Two of the girls that were there doctors have now. done their, yeah, they're fucking doctors. Yeah. They've done their PhDs. Larissa's, like, a fucking accountant, living fucking large, yeah. got her own apartment. I'm, you know, doing okay for myself. And, <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, we're all fucking intelligent. And we're all, like, pretty, you know, good-looking women. And okay. I'm just like, where is this thing coming from where you can't have both? Like, you can't be good-looking and intelligent at the same time. It I was like, I've got, from, got uh, four women in this room that have both those things. It came from uh, a space and time called the 90s, where all the people who wrote the things for the 90s were born in the 70s. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it's like literally all my friends are those, are both those things. I'm going to see if this works. The best joke I've ever heard about any of that Legally Blonde or whatever stuff was Hail and Pace. And they're like, oh, did you hear about that actress? Her name's Reese and she got stabbed. Um, Reese. With a spoon, yeah. yeah. No, no, she got, no, with a knife. <laughs> and I was just like, that's the best. And you go, no, with a knife. And that's the best joke. That is about- a good joke. I've ever heard. <laughs> That's a great joke. Awful. <laughs> um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Northeast Party House. Yep. Back it was great. Um, we also saw Void of Vision last week. We did. Did you enjoy? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. What are you talking about? Not as much as you did. I didn't walk away covered in bruises. Mate, I went into the pit and I was at the front. Yep. So I touched his leg one time because I'm respectful. Yep. And yeah, I got this huge bruise on my arm, which I'm pretty sure I've still got. And um, the next morning I went away to the Grampians. And when I got back on Sunday, you hadn't seen the bruise before. So you thought I'd got it yeah. when I was away. And you're on like, farm. like, what the hell happened to your arm? Because it looks like someone's grabbed me. Yeah. I don't know how I got it. Maybe someone did grab me. I think I must have just like bashed it on the stage or something a few times. Okay. But yeah, I got a little bit bruised up, a bit battered. Bought a t-shirt. Really nice t-shirt. Quality. It's really good quality and it's like embroidered. 
It's got orange embroidery on the top that just says Void of Vision. Yeah. I've never seen a band t-shirt with embroidery on it before. It was pretty cool. It's really nice. I was happy with that purchase. No, I really enjoy them. I like the support act as well, Ocean Sleeper. With the hugest drummer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Such a massive unit. You see people playing drums. They look like they're playing like a set of kids' drums. Yeah. <laughs> but he was just like, these are just my drums, and he's just huge. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was so good. I was like, look at that dude. He's massive. <laughs> I got to touch this guy when he was on stage, but he actually like walked past you, the singer of Void of Vision. He did. He, and he, was, he said like, me. "Oh, sorry." Or something. Yeah. <laughs> he like apologized to you. No, they were really cool. So much fun. Much cooler than their video clips. Oh man, the guitarist is so fucking awkward. <laughs> like the most awkward man in the world. I think we're gonna do maybe a reaction video to one of their <laughs> videos. So look out for that on our YouTube channel. Oh, that would be a good on. idea. Yeah. Because, man, it's it's something. <laughs> I love them, but... Whew. I think that's all for music. There was one other little thing that I just saw. Like on, I was on music feeds before. Yep. I'm not really familiar with this band, but Ghost. Yep. Apparently, they were like mid-set and someone in the mosh pit like collapsed and died while they were playing. Jesus. Oh no, how crazy is that? Were they like crushed or something? Or they just like... Held... I don't know. All I, all I read that it, that they collapsed and died. So maybe they had a heart attack or something. I don't think they got crushed. Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine if that happened at your, your show. They just, they had to stop playing obviously and they just, that was the end of the gig. Well, yeah, obviously. obviously it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, how devastating. That's horrible. I think the message from that is look after people when you're at gigs and... Yeah, and don't... If that happens, don't fuck off for five years and then come back later, Limp biscuit. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Gigs are a place with a lot of people. <laughs> and Wise like, words, Josh. And, you know, shit happens yeah, to people. Yeah, shit happens, but be good to each other. That's right. Let's move on to our main event. Let's do it. So we watched the pilot for the new show, HBO show, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> We watched this because our friend Job recommended it to us. He did. Quite a few times. Also because the main actor is Bill Hader. Yeah. And he's I love great. Bill Hader. <laughs> he's hilarious. He's brilliant. Is this really I guess it is a comedy, isn't it? Yeah, it's supposed to be. He's not particularly a funny character. It's a very different balance of seriousness to comedy this show. I like that though. Yeah. It straddles the line it's right in the middle. Mm. So it makes for interesting viewing. It's not like a serious show with like little quips in it. And it's not like a comedy show with a serious storyline. It's like right in the middle. One of those shows that punches reality in really hard and shows you how funny it is. Yeah. I I've... think, remember we were talking, when we were talking about Instinct last week. Yeah. We couldn't tell whether it was supposed to be serious or a comedy. Yeah. Whereas this has the right kind of balance and you know what it's going for. The thing with Instinct is that I couldn't tell if it was. Exactly. Or it wasn't. Exactly. But I knew that it was supposed to not be a comedy. (laughs) Like, I knew that's what they were going for. I could tell. It was weird. It was very weird. This is funny because this guy is just, like, blank. He's got nothing going on. And Bill Hader plays, like, nothing really well. And then everybody around him is just the weirdest units. And he's just trying to work it out. So do you have an opening statement? Or is that your opening statement? 
I have to have an opening statement. It's an interesting balance between comedy and serious show that we haven't seen yeah. for a while. I can't really think of anything else that straddles that line. Can you? Mm, something like elementary or something like that? No, because elementary is like the serious with the quips in it. Oh, okay, yeah. Whereas this is like half and half. It smacks the center line like pretty dead on. It's labeled on IMDb as a comedy. It's got 8.2 out of 10 from 6,227 reviews. Well deserved, I'd say, from the part that we watched. I forgot how to read numbers for a second there. <laughs> I was like 6,227. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. I'm trying to get to the... Oh, God. I've got this new phone. I don't know how to use it. I've um, switched from iPhone to Android. Yep. So I've got a Samsung now. It's taking... Made the leap to the actual master race. Yeah. It's taking a lot of getting used to, though. Yeah, but once you've done the stuff one or two times, you'll be used to it. The only thing you really have issue with is that you can't use your calculator or your timer without having to go into the phone. Yeah, that's annoying. Have a whinge about it, mate. Your phone is not going to slow down for the life of it until it's actually broken. And you've got way easier access to all of your own files and all of your own shit. I know. I'm not going to lie. I think it's great. The screen is a thousand times better. The screen's so nice. I got a plus because obviously, you know, I watch a lot of TV on my phone yeah. on the way to and from work. So I got the plus. So it's got a really big, nice screen and the screen covers the whole phone. Yeah, it's awesome to watch Relatively TV breakable screen as we've learned from... <laughs> yeah, well, I've got one of those screen protectors on it and I smashed it already. I don't know how. Yeah, Who knows? So you've broken one, you had two cases, you've broken one case. Yeah, I broke your case you already. the screen protector. <laughs> I don't understand why this always happens to me. Oh. Mm. Anyway, the description <laughs> that they've got here is fairly short. A hitman from the Midwest moves to Los Angeles and gets caught up in the city's theatre art scene. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's a hitman and he's got this job that he's got to do in LA. Yeah. Turns out that this guy is... An aspiring actor. Mm-hmm. So he follows him to this theatre class and kind of gets pulled into it. Yeah, in a really weird way. But I really liked the scene that they were doing as well. Him and that guy. Yeah. yeah like, it was so weird. <laughs> that was a genius joke. Is that from a movie? Yeah, they only do scenes from movies, don't they? So what movie was that? I have no idea. But he's like playing like a Jamaican guy or something. Yeah. Really badly. Yeah. And then Bill Hader has one line. He just stands there and delivers it. Like, yeah, he just reads it. <laughs> and then he just thinks that he's an actor now or something. Yeah, it's weird, isn't <laughs> he it? He thinks he did well because everyone clapped, but they weren't clapping for him. No, they weren't clapping for him at all. Oh, man. Brilliant. So you can obviously tell that he doesn't really want to be a hitman anymore. You know, he's got the humdrum life of being a hitman. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Sick of traveling, sick of... Killing people. It's shown to you in that way where it's like, yeah, he's got a lot of money, but he can't really spend it anywhere. Exactly. He lives in a shithole apartment. Yeah, he lives in a shitty apartment. Because all his money is like illegal money. And yeah, now he thinks he's found his calling. Yep. And he wants to... Well, he he doesn't want to quit being a hitman. He wants to do it as his day job. He wants to do acting on the side. Or hits on the side. He's obviously got this boss who gives him all the jobs and stuff. And he kind of tells him he wants to be an actor. A strange actor to pick for that role, I thought. So who is that? He, oh, I can't remember his name, but he plays like the weird guy in Dodgeball, like one of the weird guys on his team whose wife hates him. Stephen Root. Stephen Root. And he's also, I think he was a gay vampire in like True Blood or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
There's some, some good actors in here. And also the um, the teacher of the theatre group is um, Henry yeah, Winkler. I bring you a dear, sweet man, Mr. Henry Winkler. Good evening. Covered in bees. Oh, which Winkler. is from Arrested Development, right? Well, Henry Winkler's is like the Fonz. How come? Because I'm the Fonz. Huh? He's Fonzy. <laughs> Oh, I don't really think of him as that, though. <laughs> I don't think of him as that. I think of him as the dude from Arrested Development. The lawyer from Arrested Development. Yeah. You don't think of him as Fonzie? That's weird. I never really watched that show. Neither did I, but it's Fonzie. No, no. no. <laughs> so he's got a really good cast, really good comedy cast. Yeah. Yeah, Happy Days, Fonzie, 1974 to 1984. So he yep. was Fonzie for 10 years. Holy he sure shit. was. Jumped a shark on jet ski, on water skis. Oh, <laughs> Classic. What a classic moment. Mm-hmm. Coined a term, mate. Jump the shark. Yeah. Was that because of that? Yeah. Because that's when Happy Days went, like, that was when they'd gone too far. And it was like, you got to stop now. Because this is just ridiculous. That's why you just jump you in the shark. You just blew my mind, Did you grapes. not know about that? No. <laughs> yeah, that's I, jump I, in the I shark like using from. that phrase now after Russell said it. Blew my blew mind, grapes. grapes. <laughs> yeah, jump in the shark comes from Happy Days when Fonzie jumped over a shark on water skis. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, because that's when the show went too far and it needed to end. Do you want to keep watching this show? Barry, I, I really do. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I like that it was only 30 minutes. Mm. I think that we're just a bit into stuff that only goes for 30 minutes. Everything's like an hour, 45 minutes. It's like that extra 15 minutes like makes it a commitment. Yeah. But this was like 30 minutes. It's nice. It's a nice length. Yeah. 20 is a bit short. Like the end of the fucking world, 20 yeah. minute episodes, too short. That's weird. 30 minutes is nice. Yeah. That's a good comedy length. So if it was on TV though, how long would it go for? Well. An hour? Surely 45 not. minutes? Surely not. Probably 45. Because what? Half an hour show is 25 minutes. So you get five minutes of ads. Yeah. So um, Bill Hader actually created this. Like it was his idea. Yeah. And I think he's a director as well. He directs it. Oh, right. He directed... I saw in the credits at the end that the first episode was directed by Bill Hader. I don't know if he's... He's probably not going to direct all the episodes, mm. but he direct, directed the pilot, which is pretty cool. Bill Hader's great. <laughs> I've heard that it's hard to direct something that you're acting in. <laughs> well, yeah, because then people have to work around you. Mm. And you can't see you, so you have to like stop everything and like double check that you did it right and shit. Oh, it's his debut as a director. Good on That's really interesting. It was very much filmed like he was giving it a go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The scene... Spoilers, 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 spoilers. So it goes through it like it's just a comedy. Pretty realistic and like a little bit gritty and downtrodden, the whole thing. And then they have the scene at the end where everybody gets shot. Mm. And that's done well. Yeah. And it moves into it like seamlessly, but it's also like quite... Shocking. Shocking. But mm. that, they're like, yep, yeah, we're going to put this in the show. It worked, though. It, it was works. Good. It worked really well. It surprised me how well it worked. And then at the end, he just goes to the cafe and tells that woman that he's a he's an actor. <laughs> well, there's all these cop cars, like, just there. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cute. I mean, everyone in LA is an actor, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm really interested to see what happens. It was so really he's, good. he's just ended up killing, like, Three dudes from some mafia group yeah, like based the, the in LA. Russian mafia or something. So there's going to be obviously some repercussions from that. Yeah. They were going to kill him, so 
Yeah, he was like, don't point that gun at me. Yeah. And then they did, so he just fucking killed them I all. Loved, I loved that. He's like, don't don't point it at me, guy. Don't do it. Don't. And I was like, all right. Boom. Yeah, he's just like, yep. Done, 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 done. And he's leave. And yeah, he's, he's there's the love interest. Her name is Sally in the show, played by Sarah Goldberg. She's in The Dark Knight Rises. I'm Batman. Who is she in that? Analyst number one. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like she's actually been in a lot. She's just been like bit parts in TV shows and stuff. Do you reckon they got bit part actors to be in his group so that it's sort of like a bit meta? Maybe. Like they go to acting class because they are actually in acting class. Oh, and they had that comedian, Darcy Carden. You know that woman? Yeah, from The Good Place. Yeah, that's right. That was awesome. That's what I remembered her from. Yeah. And she's so in Broad Janice. City as well. Janice in The Good Place. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's the, yeah, she works, she's sorry, one of the Gemma. trainers. Gemma. She's one of the trainers who's super into Abby. Yeah. And she thinks she's awesome. Yeah. She's cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's a, she's really funny. So that was nice to see her. Mm. Once we did see her, I was like, oh, this is a legitimate show. Yeah. She's one of those weird people who, if you see her in something, you're like, oh, this is a, like, this is going to be a thing. She's a real deal, man. She, yeah. Well, I don't it, think she picks shitty projects. I no. think she only picks things that she enjoys. She's one of those people. Yeah. So, when she's in it, you know it's going to be funny. What the hell? I think I just spoiled myself because the guy that I thought he killed, you know, the really, like, pale-looking guy with no eyebrows? Yeah, he's still in it for it a bit. It says he's in eight episodes, oh. so he's not dead. Oh, also, there was a camera running in the car when he shot them all. Yeah, that so was So, that's going to come back and bite him in the ass, I think. Yeah, so he's on film shooting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think it's going to progress from here? I think it'll be that he tries to learn to be an actor while he's fighting off the, the mob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it'll be something. It's going to be cool, like a double life kind of thing. Yeah, uh, juxtaposition between how good he is with killing people and like staying alive versus how shitty he yeah. is at being yeah. an actor because he's like yeah. trained to have no personality. It could so be really funny. funny. Yeah, it's just set up perfectly. Like I'm not surprised that HBO picked this up because yeah, I read that he just basically went to HBO and he's like, I've got this character... that I I want to develop. Will you give me a season to develop this character? And they're like, fuck yeah. And I'm not surprised because there's a lot you can do with it and it can be really funny, I think, in a very interesting way. I think that's the way to do it if you're Bill Hader. Yeah. Because you're just like, I was the druggo in Hot Rod and I was the (laughs) cop in... uh, Superbad. Superbad. He was in all those movies. Those yeah. movies. Yeah, exactly. Look, he's in Not, uh, he's Knocked got... Up, Hot Rod, fucking Superbad, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, exactly. Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder. He's in all the good movies, man. Adventureland. Like, all those movies. Yeah. You know what I mean when I say those movies. Yeah. He makes characters. Yeah. Like, amazingly well. He's in The Simpsons and South Park. He just knows how to create a character. So he's like, I've got an idea. Let's, like, let's do this thing. That's what we want. We want some fucking interesting new characters. Not fucking rehashing, like fucking instinct, man. Rehashing old characters in a shit way. No. Give us some <laughs> give us some new exciting characters. And this guy, I want to know, I want to know this guy. Yeah. I want to know what he's doing. I'm excited. Thank you, Job. Always excited by saying that Bill Hader's in. Very cool guy. And he's always memorable. Did you have anything else to say, like general comments about the show or anything before we move into ratings? It was quite short and... Three quarters of the way through, 
am I going to have to wait to find out, like, how he became an assassin? Am I going to have to wait to find out, like, why he does this and, like, what is this? He just told you. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. You know what I mean? Because it set it up properly. Because I was just, like, waiting for that thing to happen. For me to find that out. And I'm like, am I going to have to wait, like, five episodes and, like, each bit they give you, like, a yeah, section? Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be much about his past. It's all just about the present. That's what I mean. Which is cool. I didn't yeah. want it to be about that. Yeah, so exactly. Glad that it was just sorted out. He just explained it and how they got there and it's just done. I really like this picture that they've got as the advertising. Have you seen that? just like afraid. Well, he's like... <laughs> in, the, in the makeup mirror. In a dressing room with one of those mirrors with little lights. Yeah. And he's just looking back <laughs> all surprised. All classic Bill Hader face. Holding a gun. Love oh, that's good. They played at 10.30 at night in the US. 10.30. 10.30. It's not even that rough, is it? No, but I think it's just they didn't, he couldn't get prime time or whatever. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't get prime time with this. No. But a very good show, I think. Not anything huge, like explosive. Quite restrained in a good way. Mm. I think it's going to be really good. I'm actually excited oh, to I'm watching excited it. I'm excited too. <laughs> you know all those like comments where you see like... The clap hands. Yeah, the clap hands in between yeah. every word. I don't understand that, but I sort of do. Well, I read them wrong because it's like, I am excited to I think do it's just like you're clapping like, throughout it. You're like, I yeah. am excited to watch this show. Yeah. See, that's, I don't read it like that though when I'm reading it. Yeah. I read it as like one word and then a very obvious, very specific clap. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very intentional. I am going <laughs> to the <laughs> shop now. That's because you're an old man. Yeah, apparently so. All right, well, let's move into some ratings then. Let's go characters. The characters are very over the top, all of them, aren't they? But they're theatre kids. But they're theatre kids, yeah. (laughs) That's what they're like. The actual theatre kids are like that. I've known a lot of theatre kids in my life. These are actually restrained versions of theatre kids. (laughs) True. Probably to make you continue watching it instead of annoy the fucking shit out of you. But just the people in his daily life that he deals with. Mm. But I don't know if that's just a juxtaposition to him or not. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, he's Straight supposed laced. to be like that. Yeah. And then you've got like his uncle who's weird. <laughs> and he's like super cheery, like uncle guys. But he's like... His uncle's his boss, right? Yeah, he's yeah. his boss. And he's just like, yeah, champ, like it's fine now. Go and kill all these people. So that was very weird. And then you got the mob who are like dumb. <laughs> Everybody is a, a bit of an exacerbated version of their characters. But it's a comedy. Comedies always have over-exaggerated characters. And it's a show. Yeah. You have to do that. Yeah. But they're not unbelievably so. No, you know no. what I mean? So I really like the characters. I think probably like an eight. I think an eight's good. Yeah, I'll go. I think I'll go eight and a half. Yeah, nobody has like huge backstory, but they don't need it. No. And everybody's over the top, but I think that they're supposed to be. Mm. So it makes it more obvious and also it's more entertaining. So yeah, eight, eight and a half is a really good score. Let's go. Sounds normal. Look, <laughs> overall look of the show. It was really good, wasn't it? Setting, costumes, cinematography, look. You're smashing, smashing all together, aren't you? And I thought it was really good, didn't you? Yeah. Nothing crazy, but everything either has a purpose or it's just like not noticeable. Yeah. Like the yeah. car that they give him. <laughs> yeah. It's like some... Yeah, some shitty station wagon yeah. with a fucking baby seat with in a it. Baby and he's seat. just like, oh, God's sake. Well, because his uncle called him and he's like, they told me you got a sick ride. And yeah. And this is a shitty, like... Shit car. And he's just sitting in traffic for like three hours or something. Yeah, to cut costs on his flights. Yeah. He just flies into like LAX and drives for three hours. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. What would you give it then? The overall look. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not eight. It's not crazy, is it? But like, I'm glad because it makes the parts that are supposed to be shocking more shocking, and the parts that are supposed to be funny funnier. Yeah. So I reckon, like, yeah, eight. Eight's pretty good. Plot. There was over like plot uh, progressing plot like. What you think will happen in the future? Yeah. Like, are you interested in the plot? I think it'll be built really well. Yeah. Based on this. I think they'll actually try to build it. I don't think it'll be like a procedural. No. Someone comes to kill him, he learns a scene. Someone comes to kill him, he learns a scene. No, no, no. It's going to be like an overall plot. I think it could go really good. At some point, people in his group are going to get kidnapped or whatever. Maybe. So they find out he's an assassin, but they probably, like, because it's comedy, they probably won't believe it. They'll probably think, like, it's an improv thing. Yeah. Or he'll be able to convince them that it's an improv thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, shit like that. But, yeah, I don't know how much of it's going to be, like, keeping it from them and how much of it's going to be trying to stay alive, (laughs) how much they're going to be involved. It's new. It's different. I'm excited. Yeah, I I don't know. I can't pin it down. I can't say, like, this is what's probably going to happen. Nine. you're going to nine? Yeah. Gonna, no, it's so interesting. Future of the show is a nine? Yeah. I'd have to give it, yeah, an uh, eight and a half, a nine. Just don't know what it's going to do. And mm. I'm excited about that. What else do we want to rate? Actors good. Plot good. Script good. Well, it's funny, yeah. Yeah. Setting, fantastic. What else do you need? All right, well, let's go for an overall then. Overall, overall of the pilot. Overall of the pilot? Say like a nine. Like, Agreed. Yeah. It wasn't nine. super intense and it, was, it wasn't one of those shows where you finish the pilot and you're like, holy fuck, I've got to keep watching this. But it was one of those things where I was like, I am going to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee that I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not surprised that Joe kept telling us like every time he saw us, have you watched Barry? Have you watched Barry? Have you watched Barry? Yeah. That's good. I'd recommend it. I'm glad that we watched something this week that we enjoyed, unlike last week, because that yeah. was a bit of a disappointment. It was a bit of a disappointment. And we've been sort of like trawling for the week what are we watching what are we doing a i know it just is... seems like there's not a lot going on right now there's not and everything seems like a bit of effort as well mm. i'm glad to something that was not effort it was just yeah, like it's enjoyable. quite easy watching mm. but also substantial yeah and only 30 minutes guys it's all you've got to invest exactly 30 minutes i think there's only eight episodes so four yep. hours of tv done everybody's got that that was some good maths wasn't it Yes. <laughs> Halfing. Anything else you want to say on Barry or anything else that we talked about today? Watch Barry. What are you doing? Drinking wine. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch Roseanne. I actually don't like this wine at all. Jesus. <laughs> I thought I did, but I don't. They didn't have my favorite Pinot Grigio in the store the other day. No, it was out of stock. No, I almost cried. Very strange. Tor- Torricello? It's like an Italian Pinot Grigio. Good use of brand names on the podcast. I know I should drink Australian wine, but (laughs) I really like Italian Pinot Grigio. Well, you're paying for it. (laughs) So, I mean, who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. So, yeah, final thoughts. Watch Barry. Watch Deadpool. Don't watch Roseanne. Watch Memento. Don't drink Pinot Grigio. Apparently not. (laughs) Message us on Instagram. Yeah. You can contact us on Facebook. Just search Pilot Era Podcast. We've got an awesome Facebook page with all the updates. We now have two videos out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So you can search Pilot Era Podcast on YouTube. You can see our first part of our Japan trip and also the video of us watching the end of the fucking world. 
that's the first one that we've done of pajama era so get on that tell us what you think about that format because there'll be more of those coming yeah, so, please, yeah. if, the, if you've got things to say, don't let me waste my time doing this. It takes ages. Yeah. <laughs> Josh puts in a lot of effort with these videos and he's done a really good job. But yeah, if you have any comments about what we can do better, that would be really good. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, Pilot Error Podcast, Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. And I think that's all. We've got a lot of social media stuff now. It's a lot to keep track of. It sure is. Let us know what you think and we will... See you next time. All right, guys. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Bye. Bye.